Welcome to the 1% Mindset Podcast, where we know success starts from the shoulders up before it starts from the shoulders down. On this podcast, we talk about the necessary principles it takes to perform at elite levels in all areas of life. So happy you tuned in. Let's get started. What's going on, guys? Welcome to season two of the 1% Mindset Podcast. Actually, welcome to season two of the 1% Mindset Podcast. Man, I need to act like I'm excited about it. Man, it's been a few weeks uh, I've been off, and I really wanted to take the time and the effort and the energy to putting together something that will be extremely powerful, extremely helpful, and really inspire you to achieve and do more. And over the last couple weeks, I have a lot of great things coming. I have interviews with a lot of great people, speakers, entrepreneurs, just different people who've done a lot of amazing things, educators, that you can really dive into the mind of some of these successful people and why they do some of the things that they do. And I think it's really important to get perspective, sometimes other than my own, that that really can be empowering and push you forward. Uh, also, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut off some of the Uh, sponsorships that I have because I don't want to flood or water down the podcast and you guys hear a lot of these sponsorships. So I'm going to start cutting down some of them slowly but surely so you can get direct live to consumer feed. And secondly, I'm going to cut down the time. Some of the podcasts were like 30 minutes long, 25, 35 minutes. I want to make sure I'm really laser, really intentional that you're getting what you need to get out of this podcast. And that's extremely, extremely important for me. So uh, I'm excited to be back. Uh, next week, I have a couple. I have an interview coming the week after, probably another interview. Uh, so just just stay tuned. So now that we're back, I want to speak to you guys about the break, right? What I was doing on the break, why I took this break, and w- the gaps that were there. So I want to sit. I want to ask you, what's stopping you from doing what it is that you want to do? Like what what's in the way? What's the gap that I that I speak about in? I'll be honest, over the last couple, it's been about 90 90 to 120 days since I've really uh, been coached or worked with a particular coach. And I speak about my coach taking me to the next level. Uh, Anthony Anthony Manayo is one of them who's been extremely monumental in uh, my growth, uh, as well as uh, Karan Bolden. Uh, He's coached me. Uh, I've had a lot of really intimate one-on-one coaching relationships uh, that's really taken me to the next level. And... Uh, since 2019, I've kind of pushed back from coaching because I wanted to elevate myself. And through that, I started coaching others. But I was in a program, in a really intense program that required attention in other areas. And some of the things that fell off, one, was the gym. I, I got up, I went to the gym five days a week, every single morning, 5 a.m. I went from going five days a week to two days a week, three days a week, one day a week. So that fell off. I was reading intentionally every single day and I was hosting a book club every Tuesday. That fell off. Um, and I, I look back to say, you know, why did all of these things fall off? Right? What was it that, ha- you know, with me having a coach pushed me and drove me to the next level that required me to do these things day in and day out? So I started reading this book, Multiplies, How the Best Leaders Make Everyone Smarter. I started reading that and I, and I realized in reading this book that most powerful leaders, when they push you to do things, the work is done in response to an opportunity 
not in response to a problem, right? So all the things that I was going through, being coached, me not even realizing it, I was responding to an opportunity that was going to happen or going to take place, not in terms of a problem that was going to happen. What do I mean by that? I spoke about when I first released my shirts. When I first came up with the the 1% Mindset brand, I had all of these... I had all of these uh, these shirt orders that I gave to someone to to produce, and they didn't deliver on their promise, and I wasted a ton of money give, because I never got that money back. But the issue that I had, or the problem that I had, was the consumer, right? I had to make sure they got their shirts no matter what. It was an opportunity for me to step up, and I did, right? I, every single time when I went to record my album, my motivational album. My car broke down. I was driving from New York to Boston, a three-plus-hour ride, there and back in the day. I had to go the next week. Car broke down. So many things happened. I had a hard release date. Um, it didn't come out in time, so I had, to, I had to switch it up. And what I'm saying is so many things happened, and I never looked at it at the time as a problem. It was just something that I get to respond to, right, that I had the opportunity uh, to, to make things even bigger and better. And they gave me the opportunity to see that, right? They gave me what I thought was a, was an impossible task, right? You know, so I call it mission impossible. They gave me the opportunity to see mission impossible, so to speak, right? To see a task that I thought was virtually impossible to do, but I figured out how to get it done because I was challenged in that space. I, they challenged me to achieve and do more. And without even really seeing it, they... They laid down the cha- the challenge and they generated a belief that I was going to get it done, right? And we examined together with my, myself and my coach, we examined how were we going to take on this challenge and get it done, right? So what I'm telling you or what I want you to see or visualize is although you're going through something now, right, the, the, what, the, what my coach did for me, what my coaches were able to do for me, they allowed me to see challenges as opportunities right I asked to be something that requires greatness I asked to be something that allowed me to inspire and push people to achieve more and with new heights comes new problems and how are you able to get over that problem see when your life mission is to motivate push and inspire people you're going to have to not only take on your weight but sometimes you have to take on the weight of others Are you willing to do that? You hear all the time what people want, but they're they're not even prepared for the opportunity. Yo, if I get this, then this will happen. If this comes, um, then, you know, I'll get ready for it. Instead of really seeing, you know, what the problem is and figuring out how to reframe the mind to just get it done no matter what. Right? I have a, you have an opportunity to do something and to be something that everyone else said wasn't possible. Use that to analyze the problem. Right? And when you analyze the problem, then you're also able to reframe what it looks like in your mind so it can show you the opportunity. I had to look at me and say, yo, why did I stop going to the gym consistently? I was going to the gym for over a year plus consistently, Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. I was there. 
And I, I couldn't think like, yo, why, what has fallen off the wagon for me that I'm not going at 5 a.m.? Why has things changed? Why has my level of rigor stopped when I started climbing this mountain? Right? So as you start to climb the mountain and you fall, because that's what I was doing. I was climbing the mountain and I was falling. I was climbing the mountain and I was falling. But the height, you know, when, when you fall off the mountain as you're climbing up versus when you're at the top, it's a different feeling when you fall off. Right? I got to a, a pretty good level, a pretty good height where I was having opportunities. I was speaking to people. And then when I started having problems, when I started having issues, when I started to fall off the line, it started to hurt. And I didn't have anyone to say, yo, you got this. But I shouldn't have to do that, right? Because self-motivation was what should have been there. I took these three, I took these, these few weeks off. It was a little bit more than three weeks off to really analyze what am I missing? Because if I'm going to deliver a powerful message... I have to practice what I preach. And so often we see so many people not practicing what they're preaching. They're saying all these good things. They're, they have a good game, right? They can speak up something really good, really powerful. But when it comes time to actually deliver, when it comes time to actually do what they say, they can't do it. They can't produce it. Right? There's, there's all these motivational speakers, all, all of these people that are coaches and experts at this and that, it's a money game. It makes them look good. It makes them feel good. But are you living that life? Are you currently living that life? And I had to step back because over the last couple of podcasts, before I ended this, before I ended season one, I felt like I wasn't living the life. I just wasn't right. And it's hard for me to preach something if I'm not living that life. Now I'm not saying that I wasn't right. When I had these coaches, when I had these people, I was on it. Right? It was a fact that I can go and I can do a speaking engagement and not prepare as I should. But because I was living that life, it was easy for me to talk about it. Right? It's, e- it's easy for me to come from a space, to come from a space of real and, po- and be powerful because I went through and I've gone through certain trials and tribulations. I've been booked to speak for 2500 and then getting canceled and me depending on it. Right? I've had engagements where they're paying me $16,000 to run a youth program and I didn't get paid or st- currently still waiting, be- still waiting to be paid. I've had that. I've, I've had opportunities slip from under me because I wasn't prepared for it. Right? But I get to sit here and I get to talk to you about that because that's something that I've went through. So it's easy for me to speak and talk and live my truth to you because it's my truth. I don't have to motivate you with someone else's story or, or make up something off the top of my head that isn't true because I've lived everything that I've said, right? And, but over the last couple of weeks, I stopped doing that. After I stopped getting coached, things were good and then I started to wear down a little bit. I started to go a little ghost and I said, it's not fair to my audience. It's not fair to the people who listen to me for me, to not, to, for me not to preach, right? What I'm going through or for me to be real. I wasn't I have not so I invite you when you're talking a good game when you're giving advice are you living what it is that you're preaching about are you pushing yourself to achieve what it is that you want because talk is great but you rather let your actions speak for themselves right there's there is 
there's nothing worse than having someone speak a good game but cannot live up to it. And everybody needs coaches, right? And that's that's where I've lacked. That's where I've fallen off the wagon. That's where I've missed out on. Is my coach. I stopped getting coached. I stopped. So now what it is that I need to do is I need to get back to being coached. Group coaching, personal coaching, whatever it is that's going to allow me, that is going to help me push and achieve and get to the next level. I think it's extremely important. Right? What does that look like for you? So as, we, as I'm wrapping up this message for, for episode one of season two, and I can't believe I'm in season two and all these episodes in, I want you to really take a look at where you're at, right? What's around you? How are you making others smarter? And are you practicing what you're preaching, right? You're only going to be able to elevate people around you based on your elevation. You're only going to be able to hang in packs of people that are around the same energy and, and, and level as you. There's no other way for it. There's no other way. And as soon as you start to have the awareness, right? That's key. The awareness around what it is you're, that you're doing then nothing else matters. I spoke to my coach and I asked him uh, in the interview and I'm gonna, I get, I'm so excited I get to release this interview at some point. I said, you know, you don't have a coach um, or I haven't seen you like with a coach. Like what pushes you, drives you, motivates you, right? And he's a unique individual, right? And I'm, I'm excited because I'm gonna start getting coaching from him again at some point. Uh, and he said, you know, it feels like it's my life work. It's my life mission. Like it's something that I have to do. Like, I have to get it done. If I don't get it done, then there's something that I'm missing out on, right? So I say this, I say that to say this, you know, continue to push yourself to the limits. When you run into a problem, look at it as opportunity. Remember, the most powerful work is done in response to an opportunity, not in response to a problem. Because when you view it as a problem, you go into panic mode. There's no reason to go into panic mode. Someone has gone through it and come out on the other side. You're not unique to problems. You're not unique to issues. You're not unique to adversity. But I want you to shift your mind from problem to opportunity. And with opportunity comes great work. Man, this is episode one of season two. I hope you guys absolutely enjoyed this. Um, This is a powerful episode, man. So really, really take it in. I love you guys. I'll see you guys next week. As usual, thank you for listening.